Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Savivro, and I have the pleasure today on my house radio to welcome a wonderful, wonderful businessman. His name is Solomon R.C. Ali. Solomon R.C. Ali. I invite everyone to go on his website, SolomonRCAli.info. Uh, Solomon is S-O-L-O-M-O-N-R-C, the letters R-C, Ali, A-L-I. Wonderful businessman today to talk to us about how to grow your business and many other things. Right now over the phone is Mr. Solomon R.C. Ali. How are you today, sir? I am doing absolutely fabulous, fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's really a pleasure to uh, to to have you and to uh, have you today on the show. So the first question I would love to ask you is, can you tell us where you're from and what brought you to become a businessman? Well, I'm from um, Los Angeles, California. I grew up until I was about somewhere between the age of 8 and um, 10 in East L.A., 68 in San Pedro. Then my family moved us over to a place called West Covina, California. Um, So that's where I grew up. Um, I became a businessman immediately after the uh, military in the um, mid-'80s. I wasn't able to find a job or anything of that nature, so I started a maintenance company. And the ironic thing about it was the maintenance company I started with um, fixed up and cleaned apartments, painted them, patched the holes, cleaned everything. And that was the same thing I used to have to do after football practice with my parents and actually going over to their um, rental properties when tenants and stuff moved out of them and actually fixed them up. And I used to cry about how much I dislike doing that because all the other kids got to go after football practice, hang out and have a good time. But I had to go fix up their properties. Um, but I appreciated it of course, when I got older and couldn't find a job and I was able to create a company and that was my job. So that's how I got started. <laughs> well, well, that's a very good start. Let me tell you that. Uh, I also want to uh, bring the fact that you are so an entrepreneur, an author and a veteran. So uh, uh, congratulations. There's nothing I think more uh, precious than veterans. You know, um, we should honor uh, the veterans, and we should definitely do uh, do more for them. So uh, now, what is your, I would say, your everyday uh, life uh, as a businessman? Like, what do you do um, every day? What is your routine? Well, every day, what I'm doing um, constantly is helping um, other entrepreneurs and business people get started, Um, looking at their business plans, helping to see how we could grow and scale um, their businesses. So that's kind of what I do. So I look at lots and lots of deals to see what deals may make sense. And you provide uh, definitely uh, to your clients uh, different investment approach services you have also uh, how to uh, strengthen and empower the future of industry leaders of tomorrow. Uh, you have also uh, industry news in your most recent uh, publications. 
you have also a lot of a very important posts and you have also on your website a possibility to set up a consultation which I strongly recommend to uh, everyone. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, all the, the the things that you have done because you have over 28 years of business and finance experience where you have used your expertise to uh, build up different vintage and minority entrepreneur through your entire career. Can, can you tell me more about that? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's actually 34 years. Um, what I've done is I, I'm one of the few people, black or white or otherwise, that sat on the board of directors of three publicly traded companies and an officer and was responsible in raising the company's money, um, things of that nature. And of, of the three, two of those companies have became extremely successful. Our energy company was one of the fifth largest minority companies, energy um, companies in the United States. The technology company is a company that you probably um, heard, you at least you've seen the technology, like the ring doorbell cameras. Well, that's our technology. So we help corner the market um, on that particular intellectual property that we own. And when we started, no one believed that we had the intellectual property that we had. And so that's what I've been able to do um, recently. In the past, we own the chain of nursing homes and skilled nursing homes um, and assisted living facilities as well. We had over 500 and something uh, employees, and we did extremely well um, in that. And then before that, we, we had a investment um, company that did extremely well. So that, that's kind of what I've done. Um, the maintenance company was the very first company. I remember when starting that, that was amazing. It was a learning curve. I didn't even know what accounts receivables were when I first started. Um, we were looking to cover payroll, and the client owed me X amount of dollars, like um, 300000 400000 somewhere in that neighborhood. And, of course, they weren't going to pay me on time, and I had to find out or figure out a way to get my people paid. And so then I learned about factoring and what accounts receivables were. And so what I always say in business, um, you don't have to lie, cheat, or steal. You just have to be brutally honest with people where you are. And people will reach out and help you if you're brutally honest with them and let them know exactly what it is that's actually going on. Wow. It's really inspiring to, to hear you and to hear all the great things that you have done and uh, and achieved and you're giving back also a lot to the community, so we will really, really appreciate that. Um, you are also uh, doing a lot for others. You created a lot of jobs. This is something that nowadays people tend to forget the sacrifices of an entrepreneur that is, yes, is, uh, uh, you know, he is the one sometimes getting the credit. He is someone who gets the nicest car, perhaps, but we forget that uh, when the business is not working, he is the last one to be paid uh, before his employees, and he's the one that's sleeping at night, you know. So uh, this is absolutely uh, uh, wonderful. I want to say that the in, in the energy industry, you have assisted the company in increasing its annual revenue 
from 20 million to 75 million. When you have companies who are struggling, what are usually the main mistake that they're doing? Well, it, it varies, but the main mistake that a lot of companies when they're struggling is that they have never written their own Bible, their policy and procedures and guidelines for everyone to follow. And that's from the top all the way down. And what they do is they go out and they hire people who are not the best at what it is that they do. They're not the top people in their industries. And so it's like hiring a real estate agent just because they're licensed um, to do a transaction for you. But if you're trying to do a deal and you're having to be creative, you have to hire a person who is a real estate agent, let's say, who's creative and done those type of deals before. You can't just go hire someone because they have a license. It's like I don't just go get an attorney because he's an attorney. Well, I need an attorney who specializes in, let's say, contracts. But I don't want one that just specializes in contracts. I want one who is known, who is the best at what it is that he does, who understands and have experience in being creative and being able to follow, okay, what his client is looking for, the thought process, so he can know how to protect the client because he should know based on his experience how to protect me and what to do uh, for me better than I should. So that's why you hire professionals who are good at what they do. That's why you'll hire like a Solomon Ali to help you to scale or grow your business. That's why you hire accountants who are really good. Don't just hire someone because they say, oh, I'm an accountant or I'm a CPA. That's great. But are you the best at what you do? Exactly. And I definitely recommend people to uh, reach out to you. Uh, that would be something great. So. Before we start to say uh, goodbye to each other, I would love to know what are your next projects? Well, I have a book coming out um, in the fourth quarter um, of this year um, that will be a really awesome book. Everyone, I would definitely urge you to um, come to our website, solomonrcle.info, and um, purchase that book. Try to actually get it before it comes out. And it will help you to survive the current economic conditions that our society is facing. You know, right now we're 40 million um, unemployment. By the end of the year, that number probably will be more closer to 60 to 70 million unemployment. A lot of the companies will not come back. Therefore, a lot of the jobs will not come back. And people are not just paying attention um, to artificial intelligence and everything that was actually going on prior, how that has already been replacing people within the workforce. Um, so it, it's going to be a massive change in our society, and this book will help you to adjust and to make those changes and know where to be placing your money, know what type of companies and industries to be starting or buying. That's what you're going to need to know. You, you don't want to get any further behind the curve than where you already currently are today. And that's such a beautiful, inspiring uh, thing to, uh, to, to, to hear. Um, so as a businessman, I want everybody to uh, check out the work, the wonderful work of Mr. Solomon R.C. Ali. Solomon R.C. Ali, that's his website. 
solomonrtali.info. You can go on his website. You will see all the great services that he has done. Uh, he has this great uh, e-book that is called Economic Survival. What a beautiful title. And he has also, um, you can check him out, the podcast, the videos. He has also a lot of insights with the blogs, the industry news. And, of course, you can know more about this man. I love the photo. I love the photo. So nice suit, nice tie, everything perfect. So um, I would love to know um, for one last question, if you don't mind, um, tell us about that ebook of yours. Uh, where can we buy it, and uh, what can we find in this, and we can learn in this ebook? Well, um, the book that's going, the ebook, you can actually get a shorter version um, on my website from my website. But the one that's coming out, it's not going to be an ebook. It, it's actually a traditional book um, for all walks of life. It doesn't matter if you're a entrepreneur starting out with um, very little experience um, or if you have a MBA. It, it doesn't matter. It will help you and guide you through the waters of real life experiences and what's coming and how to navigate and how to be successful um, in business today. And so that's important. I mean, look, everyone needs to understand. We have a correction that was taking place from 2008 in our economy. Then all of a sudden, COVID-19 hit that. So it got COVID-19 got piled on top of an economy that was already being corrected. Then on top of that, you have the racist that's going on. And so especially for people that look like me and other minorities, um, it's going to become very challenging and difficult to navigate the waters without understanding what's actually going on and why these things are actually happening. So you're, you're going to want to get as many resources, and my book will be just one of the resources that you really need to take advantage of. Um, as we say, it, black wealth matters. Black wealth truly matters. You have a... $27 trillion GDP. Of that $27 trillion GDP, black Americans spend roughly or uh, 5 to 7%. Basically, and they own less than 13% of the wealth in the United States. So when you look at the proportion of what we spend, and how much money we're spending, okay? We are truly the consumers of the world. Yet without us being the consumers of the world, we're also what keeps the world afloat and the economies of the world. And why I say that is because of this. If the United States of America is the largest economy and you have people of color that are actually spending 5 to 7% to support the largest economy. They're not just supporting the largest economy, they're supporting the global economy. And so that's the economic power that black people have and that's the things that they contribute to. And that's how important our dollars are. And when you know that those are our dollars that are making a difference, our society cannot afford for us to be left out. They need us to be there spending money 
so that the economies can continue to grow and develop. But you have to know what it is that you need to be spending money on. You can't just continue to be a consumer. You're, you're going to need to invest in businesses and be a part of new businesses because we will no longer have a society as it exists today that is uh, employee-employer relationships. We will have a society where you have more people being called independent contractors, self-employed, than ever before, contract labor. That's how our society will exist. Wow, it is so inspiring, uh, again, to, to hear you. I love what you said about uh, black businesses that they matter, black wealth uh, matter. Uh, I don't think we give enough credit to uh, to, to these type of um, of wealth. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a dollar is a dollar, but uh, on the Olympics, you know, everybody starts the race uh, from the very same place, but sometimes people start a little bit behind. So when they arrive at least to the same level of the ones who start up in the front, you know, uh, I think they deserve, uh, you know, uh, credit. And you definitely, definitely, um, uh, a man who deserves that credit, Solomon R.C. Alvey, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Sarira. I had the pleasure to have you on my house radio as uh, this very talented businessman, Solomon R.C. Alvey. He's absolutely wonderful. He knows about what he is talking about. We love that. Check out his website, Solomon R.C. Alvey. That info right now, more music on iHeartRadio. Stay tuned.